Mein Kampf is one of the most widely known and heavily quoted books of all time. It demonstrates both Hitler's ability to persuade and his ability to instill a sense of heroic destiny. When most people hear the title Mein Kampf, their first reaction is a growing emotional outburst that finally erupts in a yell of anti-Semitism. However, anyone who has read Mein Kampf knows there is much more to the work. It is a retrospective on history, politics, and a guide to achieving power from the point of view of Adolf Hitler. It has become a dictator's manual, which has been read by all major dictators since World War II, including Saddam Hussein, who patterned his political movement, the Ba'ath Party, after the Nazi Party. The accuracy of the political parts of Mein Kampf was proven by Hitler's successful rise to power and by the rise of those who have followed his formula. Many people think Mein Kampf is a long diatribe against Jews and other races. The truth is that only a small part of Mein Kampf is anti-Semitic. The majority of it involves Hitler's discussion of the German people's difficult times after the First World War, his political theories, and his organization of the Nazi Party. And it includes an especially large number of attacks against his enemies, which makes it very interesting indeed. Mein Kampf is a large work that offers an interesting interpretation of politics, people, and foreign policy matters. To characterize it as simply a racist work is to oversimplify its message. Germany did not follow Hitler because he was a racist. They followed him because he promised a great future, and in Mein Kampf is where he promised that great future. This is the new and easy-to-read Ford translation. It is the first uncensored version to be made available in over 65 years. It contains both of the original two volumes, the first published in 1925 and the second in 1927, which were later combined into one volume. This translation has corrected over 1,000 errors which were present in past translations. Many instances of Hitler's style were omitted from the older English translations, and some references to mythology and historical people were censored, while common sayings and rhythmic styles, which often made his words poetic in nature, were removed simply because past translators did not understand their meaning or importance. Past translations, even the ones which claimed to be unexpurgated, omitted passages or simply skipped passages the translator could not understand. Older translations often failed to correctly translate humorous passages or sharp satirical jokes correctly, resulting in the meaning being lost. All of these elements have been restored in the Ford translation, and all passages past translators found confusing have been researched, deciphered, and included, clearly and accurately, for the first time. No English reader has been able to appreciate these nuances in any previous English translation. Not until this one. And now we begin. Volume 2. The National Socialist Movement. Chapter 1. On the 24th of February 1920, the first great public mass demonstration of our young movement took place in the banquet hall of the Munich Hofbrauhaus, an extension of the famous beer maker Hofbrau Brewery. The 25 points of our program were presented to a crowd of almost 2,000, and every single point was received with enthusiasm. We finally had an opportunity to make the first principles clear 
and explained our plan for action that would lead our struggle to clear away the chaos of traditional views and ideas and the vague, even harmful aims that were ever-present. The new force had appeared to split the corrupt and cowardly privileged class world, and this force would shatter the Marxists' wave of conquest. This new movement would ride the chariot of fate in front of the Marxists' march to triumph and halt it at the last moment before it reached its goal. It was obvious that the new movement's only hope to achieve the necessary significance and the required strength for the gigantic struggle ahead was, if it succeeded, from the beginning in filling the hearts of its followers with the sacred conviction that were not simply spouting a new election slogan into the political arena, but this new movement was placing a new world concept, one of great importance, in front of the people.